some of the morning to you, Sakina, to the rest of the AM Live listeners. Uh, another beautiful South African sun is out. Jeez, oh, certainly is. It certainly is a beautiful day. But looking at the Asian markets, Clive, um, hovering in uh, negative territory, the dollar weakening mm. due to uh, the uncertainty about the U.S. economy, but also interesting news from China um, with that mm. uh, fiscal deficit. Talk to us about all yeah. of that. Yeah, well, let's start with the uh, troubled land of uh, the United States, uh, or is it the trumpled world? I don't know. But <laughs> the point of the matter is, you know, this is a dawn, the dawn of a new era. It's already started and already Mr. Trump is trying to make uh, things uh, uh, very difficult uh, in terms of understanding uh, for a lot of market analysts who have actually uh, failed to uh, see this one coming, pulling out uh, the TPP there, as you earlier mentioned. But uh, what else? What it has done is it allowed market commentators and market uh, uh, followers to try and see where would this be beneficial. And one of the uh, best reports that I saw uh, throughout early hours of this morning was the fact that there was a gentleman from Dermot who was referring to specific things that have been regulatory challenging for the United States to unbundle or to uncurb that particular uh, economy and make it more stronger, which now he has come out very strongly uh, to say that these things could be uh, what makes the American uh, economy stabilize again. However, the market is not ready for it, and that's why we saw the Asian market, unfortunately, uh, still struggling uh, to deal with terms and conditions of this new Trump presidency. We saw the Asian market also trying to uh, hover just around about uh, 100 uh, 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 index points there. Uh, in the negative as well, if you look at the Asian, Asia Pacific as well, very difficult to get one. We did see some positivity there out of the Eastern Pacific side of the Asian markets. Uh, those markets are very difficult, by the way. The Singapore's and all the likes, and uh, they were slightly in the positive, uh, uh, finishing there on uh, 0.48%, which is quite um, uh, a good improvement uh, for this week after yesterday's uh, decline. So the markets are still very much trying to assess what's going on there, Sakina. And you just mentioned a very important point that comes out of China about their trade deficit they're coming out there. And the reason why you have a deficit is simply because you have more expenditure on government uh, than you have on um, private sector. You remember, uh, it's something that South Africa has always been trying to curve. And last year we saw a very big improvement in that. But in the state of China, it means that they are consumer-based economy, which they're trying to achieve, which is what they've turned around and said they're going to be trying to drive has not worked well for 2016 because it seems like more of the government has made the spending uh, than the consumer. And um, then just looking, Clive, at uh, Trump and the details of uh, this deal and uh, Trump looking to cut 75% of regulations for easier access for business. What sort of implications are we looking at here? Can I be honest with you, Sakina? I really don't know. I really don't know what the implications are going to be. What we know is that when business does put regulations into place, there's a reason for it, because that's why they have to consult with governments to try and understand what it is that they're trying to achieve. Take, for example, uh, the laws of the country, for example, with, like, with, with, with the likes of uh, having phase, for example, uh, in the financial services sector and, 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 and having RECA, for example, as well, which helps us to identify people uh, if there's uh, false doing that they can be picked up very quickly and very easily. And so if, if you're going to be easing down regulations uh, by percent, particularly at Wall Street, uh, what kind of people will be able to have access to? 
is. Will you still have the same regulations? Will you still be able to protect people's rights at the same time, make sure that they don't get out of law and be able to catch them should they do something that is illegal? Remember, one of the reasons why those laws have been put there is because we saw what happened in 2008, where people um, created falsehood. Uh, they actually tempered with the system. They were able to hack and use it and make people believe that the banks are doing fine, they're healthy, the mortgages that were bought were very easy. And by, by the time that people pick up that there's actually a problem in the system, it's far too late. That's why today we don't have Lehman Brothers. And so it's, it's questionable, and uh, I like the comment made by South African-born uh, Tesla Chief Executive Officer, Mr. Elon Musk, who was part of the meeting. Uh, he said that even if there were to be regulations that would be tempered down, they need to be. We need to. Make, they need to make sure that actually they're in line with uh, with regulation still uh, to control uh, misbehaving individuals to take advantage of the relaxed uh, uh, regulation. So, for example, in South Africa, there's a lot of regulations we'd love to ease down on, but it's difficult because it might open a can of worms when it comes to regulation, regulatory monitoring for China. So, it's an interesting concept, but. Well, it works in practice, it's still yet to be seen. It's like the Obamacare thing. We're still waiting. What is it that you're going to give that's going to be better, stronger, and still afford people their health care? Um, uh, 25 million Americans are relying on that. So it's very questionable indeed. And then tourism numbers in South Africa, Clive, reaching highs last seen nine years ago this festive yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, 6.3%. Volume increase, unbelievable, particularly within the coastal lines. Uh, that's Cape Town and KwaZulu-Natal. Uh, uh, very, very, very positive. Uh, and most of that income, so, you know, what is interesting, comes from your small to medium enterprises. That's your B&Bs, and a uh, portion of that is also going to, to hotels. So it shows, it proves that tourism can be a very good uh, uh, industry for, for South Africans, particular economy, uh, if particularly use it uh, to get to that target. So uh, I was very, very happy to see that you had an increment from France, increment from, uh, 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 from, from the EU. We had increment from the United States, and we had an increment in the Chinese travelers as well. But the biggest, I have to mention the French. El France, I'm sure uh, Shoshi will be happy to know that uh, there are a few guys, French people, that have been making rounds around South Africa. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, Clive. But here's a quick one from Sloni. Sloni says, love him yeah. or not, Donald Trump is true to his word. Others have preached the Freedom Charter from 1955 with Tololo action. <laughs> So that's where we're going to leave it for this morning. Thanks so much, Clive. Our mock analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela.